Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I am your host, the Fellow KGB. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB. And today is Thursday evening. It's about 6 p.m. Central Time. We're doing our Thursday night hangout. We're going to go over whatever you guys have in the chat room. We'll just kind of look at some players and some things that have been sticking out to me uh, over the last week. And we're trying to get you guys ready for your playoff push. So I think there's maybe three weeks of the regular season left for most leagues. So we'll try to uh, we'll try to help you guys get to the playoffs and hopefully farther into the playoffs. So uh, how's it going, Mike? Thanks for hanging out tonight. You guys can fill out questions in the chat room. Uh, I did. I was trying to look for a way to look at the games from last night because I was looking at some of those numbers and it was just it was very interesting. Some of the guys that stuck out and there's a lot of guys that are kind of injured and it seems like all the trades that happened last week, guys are finally starting to get acclimated into their offenses. Um, so maybe we should take a peek at some of these. Uh, maybe we'll go to the players page here. I wanted to look at Chicago and see what they did last night because it seemed like Vucevic and, and a couple other guys were back and playing. So uh, I'm kind of just going to keep reviewing things that have been going on uh, after the trade deadline here. So Nikola Vucevic played last night his first game. He ended up playing 34 minutes against Phoenix, 24 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists, two steals, one block, just kind of, you know, filling it all out. So they did end up losing to the Suns, but a pretty good game there from Nikola Vucevic, one of the better games that he's played this year. And then let's actually go and look at, uh, I want to open up the box score for Chicago and see. Oh, yeah, man, we love, we love Moses Brown. If you can still get Moses Brown, uh, we are all about uh, picking him up. I'll, I'll pull him up in a second here too. Let's actually go to because well, I, I want to look at OKC because OKC is one of those teams right now where I think if if you can get someone on OKC, there's going to be a lot of minutes and opportunity. Whether it's Theo Maladon, Moses Brown, I think this might be the last opportunity to get a guy like Moses Brown. So just filtering by the last seven days on the OKC Thunder, he's been their best player. He's averaging 38.8 fantasy points. Uh, over the last seven days, and he just continues to have a really good uh, stat line. He's he's almost like a double double, you know, automatic double double. He kind of he kind of he's playing like Christian Wood in a way. So you're getting a guy that is potentially a fourth or fifth round value right now, almost averaging 40 points per game. So he goes for 20 and 12 last night against the Toronto Raptors, and I think they beat Toronto too. So uh, pretty good sign for the young Oklahoma City Thunder. But Moses Brown. 52.4% owned. I think if you're in a 10-man league, he needs to be owned. 12-man league, you got to go get him right now. So this is probably the last, uh, maybe the last opportunity to get a guy like Moses Brown. So long-term, I think he's going to help people uh, make the playoffs, go far into the playoffs and, and, and beyond. So uh, I did want to just pull up the Chicago Bulls because last night they had a couple guys missing from the lineup. No Kobe White. I'm trying to remember who else was not playing here. But Vucevic was their leading scorer with 24 points. Uh, the rookie Patrick Williams had a decent game here. Laurie Markkinen had a really decent game. He had a double-double with 10 rebounds, 16 points. And Thaddeus Young continues to be valuable with 10 rebounds and 19 points for himself. Daniel Tice came in, uh, of course, from Boston. Only five rebounds, but two assists, two blocks, six points. So let me just kind of – let's go back to Chicago here. <clears throat> so Kobe White didn't play last night. I don't think Levine played last night either. Yep. Yeah. Levine was out. So there's a lot of minutes and, and things up for grabs, but we had people kind of asking questions on what to do with Thaddeus Young. Should we get rid of him? Uh, but I'm not, uh, until we see signs uh, of in, like decreased minutes and, and whatnot, I'm going to continue to hold Thaddeus Young because he's proven uh, to be pretty valuable in, in his minutes. It almost doesn't even matter what his minutes are. If he hits, you know, the slow end of 21, 21 minutes, he's still, a, you know, in those games, he had 22 points and 31 points. So I still like Thaddeus Young. Uh, and then as far as Chicago Bulls, I mean, Daniel Tice, let's just keep an eye on Daniel Tice because if, if he's going to stick in this 20 to 22 minutes and if you're playing in a 12-man league, uh, these, these, this isn't a fantastic game from Tice. He basically did the same thing back-to-back, 20.25 and 20.75. You know, if he starts getting some double-digit games, you're going to see some better games. So keep an eye on Daniel Tice. He is under 16% owned. Um, so we got, uh, we got Nurkic for Robert Williams. Uh, I, I've been, I've been telling people to pick up Robert Williams for a while now. Um, so he, it's unfortunate he missed last night, uh, but I think he's good to go for tomorrow night. Um, he's not listed on the injury report for tomorrow's night's game. So I think the thing with Robert Williams and now that, now that Tice is gone, I, I still don't know if Tristan Thompson's ready to go with, uh, being back from COVID, but we want him to sit somewhere in this 26 to 32 minutes per game, because when he does, he's, he's going to average, you know, probably 35, points per game around there. So I, I really like Robert Williams. He, 
I think the, a week or two ago was the last chance to get him. So if you can still get him, this is this is a really good move. He's about 66% owned, and he's gonna he's just gonna continue to get more minutes for the Celtics down the stretch. So I like I like Robert Williams quite a bit. Um, I did want to pull up some other things here. Devin Booker went off for 45 last night in this game. I was kind of monitoring that, but um, Chicago Bulls. If if you're a Bulls fan. Um, to only lose by five to the to the Suns, Devin Booker goes off for forty five. You don't have Kobe White or Levine. Uh, I I think the Bulls are going to be a fun team to watch uh, as they get closer to their playoff stretch here. Uh, and yeah, so Boucher, Chris Boucher, <laughs> the old Boucher. Uh, let me pull up. Uh, let's let's talk about the Raptors right now because. Uh, well, one, Gary Trent Jr. had himself a pretty good game last night. I, I noticed that. So let's go to Toronto here. We'll average over the last seven days. Uh, I should probably click on all available here. So Boucher's been frustrating. Um, he had that incredible like January through February stretch here, but he's kind of he's like a fringe own guy right now. In I think in 12-man leagues, he's still 86.4% rostered, but uh, he's been kind of he's got a high floor. So that that's kind of nice. If you had to drop Boucher, you know, you're, you're, you're basically just looking to get someone that's going to get over 20 points per game for sure. But the thing that's concerning about Chris Boucher is the minutes, the 19, the 16, the 24 is nice. That's what you want him to kind of hit every game. But then a 12, a 17, a 22, a 13. Um, so some, you know, some concerning minutes things with Chris Boucher. So if you're in a 12-man league, uh, I, I don't know if he's necessarily a must-have. Uh, but I noticed Gary Trent Jr. last night. Had himself a pretty good game here. He ended up with 36 minutes, 31 points, uh, and he's not much of a guy that's going to get rebounds, assists, and steals. He can do it in spurts, uh, but back-to-back 30-point games for Gary Trent Jr. here. So his first couple games weren't that great with the Raptors, uh, but all of a sudden you see some pretty good things happening here. So back-to-back 30-point fantasy games, only 30% rostered. Uh, keep just keep an eye on Gary Trent if you need someone there. He could be kind of a a guy that's going to get a lot of work. I I just Especially down the stretch here, a team like the Raptors—they're what? Um, let me let me pull up the the NBA standings here. I think they're maybe the eleventh or twelfth team in the East, and uh, now they're losing to the they're losing to the Thunder. So the Raptors are one of those teams that's kind of on a sinking ship right now. Um, so they're they're let's see here, they're five games behind eighth place here. They have to catch up to the Bulls. I think the Bulls are going to you know stay ahead of them, uh, but nothing not really good here for the Raptors right now. Uh, and then let me see if there's anybody else that sticks out. Uh, I like Gary Trent Jr., Fred Van Vliet, of course. OG Ananobi's a really solid player right now. Uh, but as far as owning Raptors, I think it's it's just kind of these top guys. We'll see if Lowry can get back into the mix here. But nobody else really sticks out for, for Toronto. Um, so let's see here. What should we do with Larry Nance? Did Larry, did Larry come back yet? Let's pull him up. He was playing so well at the beginning of the season. Um, so where is, there he is. So what's this day-to-day stuff? He's not playing tonight against Philly. He's got an illness. Um, there's a chance Cavs could get, yeah, they're getting Kevin Love back tonight. I think I saw that come through, but he's going to be on a minutes restriction. Um, so what's, what really bugs me is that ESPN does this day-to-day stuff. Like if a guy's out, they should just do out. Uh, but I think, I think you got to hold, like just looking at these numbers and with Kevin Love coming back, I mean, this is a tough position. I think I would hold and, and just see what Kevin Love does. Maybe just hold him for one more week and see how it goes. But uh, Larry Nance is just so productive when he plays. And even if he you know, kind of hits this, this 27 minutes, he can still be very productive with it. So I think I'm going to hold on to Larry Nance, and we'll see what they do with Kevin Love down the stretch. Um, we had to drop off Norman Powell. Yeah, Norman Powell. I, I just I, That's kind of a weird trade uh, for the Raptors, in my opinion. Norman was one of their best players. Let's go to Portland here. Um, Norman Powell. So his minutes are looking okay. You see 34, 27, 36. I'm okay with that. Um, I think his consistency is going to be a little bit off, though, because all of a sudden you put him in with with Damian Lillard and McCollum and a couple of their other scores that can pop off. His nights are going to be a little bit more inconsistent. But uh, if you can get, I guess, we, we want to avoid these 16-point games, but it looks like he's going to settle somewhere in you know the 30, 30 range here. So I'm curious, Mike, uh, Mr. Mike Butter, how many... Uh, how many players are in your in your team? Is it an eight team league, a ten team league? How many guys you got in your league? Uh, what's going on, Rudolphs man? Thanks for hanging out. Hope you're hope you're doing well. Uh, but we're just kind of looking at some things, 
CJ McCollum's been having some really nice games. It's good to see him back and healthy. Uh, he's been. It took him a little while to get rolling here with the minutes, but all of a sudden he's back to uh, to pre-injury form here. So he's just filling out the stat column for us. So I, I, if you were fortunate enough to hold on to CJ McCollum right now, we're we're looking pretty pretty dang good. Uh, but I did want to. Um, uh, so it's an eight team. So uh, just a question for you. So like on your waiver wire in an eight team league, like what is like if here, I'll show you what I'm talking about. If, if we go to here, I'm just going to click on all. And if I just click on available, so this is what I'm looking at here is a 12 man league. And if I just look at percent rostered, some of the, the highest owned guys I can get are like under 50%. So I'm curious, like what's your, What's your threshold there? Is it guys that are like under 60%, 70%? Like what kind of guys are you looking for on your waiver wire? Uh, Rudolph is asking, do you think we should sell Lakers players? Because they just got 10 games in three playoff weeks. Um, let's see here. Oh, I'll, I'll pull that up here. Pull up that schedule that we had going on here. See if I can find it. So the NBA schedule here. So this is the remaining games left on uh, the slate here. Playoff weeks are weeks 18 through 20. And if we did, if we filter here for the, the playoff weeks, it was the Clippers. The Clippers have 10 games remaining. So um, I, I'm not excited, especially in the, in, you know, the final three weeks, the Clippers only have three games week 18 and three games week uh, 19. So they're the only team that has that in those first two weeks. And they do have four for the championship run, but uh, even looking at week 17, they only have nine games through three weeks. So uh, if, if you wanted to go ahead and trade for someone that's, you know, looking at the top here, guys that have third or teams that have 13 games during that playoff stretch, uh, but also, you know, have four games during week 17. So you're stealing a little bit extra off the top. Anyone from Memphis, San Antonio, Dallas, I'm, I'm kind of interested in if you could pull a guy you know, from one of those teams and move out Paul George or move out Kawhi Leonard. I'm, I'm open to it, uh, but you still have, you know, you still have some time here. I don't think most people are, are looking at something like this like we would be. So you still have some time. Um, but if you can get someone for your Clippers, I think I think I would recommend doing it. And uh, just looking at the championship week, there's a there's a handful of teams here that have five games. So like if you if you can collect Grizzlies, Spurs, Pacers or Bucks, uh, that that would be really a, a prime move there to do before the week 20. And if you're looking just, just strictly to, for that first playoff week, you got Dallas, Toronto, and OKC. So maybe let's take a peek at OKC because I'm super I'm super interested in OKC because we know Al Horford is pretty much just done, and SGA is out with plantar fasciitis. I think I just saw a news uh, update on him. He's going to be reevaluated in mid-April. Um, so if he's being re-evaluated in mid-April, we might not even see him, you know, to the last week of April. Who knows? So there is potential we don't get um, we don't get to see SGA back uh, during the fantasy regular season. So kind of kind of unfortunate there. Uh, let me just look at something real quick. I'm just curious to see the NBA just for timeline and schedule. Um, let's see here. If I just go to let's go to scoreboard. So week 17, this is be the last. This is the last weekend of my regular season. So April 19th through the 25th. So maybe like SGA should be go, good to go for the fantasy playoffs. So that's good to know. Um, let me see what we got going on in some of these. So 60 to 70 percent. We can look at some of those guys. Um, let's pull it up. Uh, I, I haven't updated it in a couple of weeks. I don't know if games have been shifted or anything. Let's just look at hashtag basketball. What's going on, Aiden, man? Thanks for hanging out tonight. Advanced schedule grid. Um, and week 20, let's see here. Who's got the five games? Um, so there's the four teams with the five games. And I know the Clippers play four in that last week. So they're the Clippers with four. If we go to week 19, the Clippers only have three, and week 18, I think the Clippers, again, only have three. So that is correct. The, pay, the, the Clippers do only have 10 games the rest of the way from weeks 18 through 20. Um, yeah, we, we just we just looked at Gary Trent a little bit ago. I was telling people to, to pick him up. I think he's under, under 30% owned. I can't remember what that was. Let me go back to uh, – go back to – where is it? Toronto real quick. <laughs> No worries, Rudolph. 
No worries. Um, so yeah, I, I really don't know what to do with our Raptors here, but Gary Trent Jr. again, 30% owned, and he's had two really, really nice games back-to-back, 39.5 and 32 fantasy points here. So if you're in a 12-man league, this is a guy that probably needs to be picked up at this point. He's gonna, he's just going to step into Norman Powell's workload. So if, if you kind of just switch those two in your head, uh, you're essentially picking up what Norman Powell left behind. Um, so I like that quite a bit. Uh, let me see what else I have here for you guys. But just looking at OKC real quick, um, I noticed, uh, I think Theo Maladon's at that point. Now that SGA's out, we know he's going to be out pretty much all of April. So you can probably get three full weeks of Theo Maladon being the starting point guard. You look at his minutes, just the last handful of days, it's been up. His points have been up. He's you know almost over double digits at all times. His rebounding is actually pretty nice for a for a for a point guard, and then he he just needs to get consistent with the assists. But I also like the steals uh, coming in pretty regularly too. So he's developing a pretty safe floor. If you play in ten or twelve man leagues, I think he can be someone that helps us there. Uh, Isaiah Roby is a guy that probably needs to be looked at too. Uh, he's been getting you know good thirty minute per games. He's he's been flirting with some double doubles lately, uh, but I like his steals and his blocks column. So he'll have a whatever kind of game every now and then. But he's got some you know some really nice ceiling games, kind of sprinkled throughout there. Um, <laughs> um, let's see this trade offer. Trade Rudy Gobert, Paul George, and Murray for Beal and. Some bonus. Let's take a look at this. Let's uh, enter this stuff into the chat here. We're going to do our compare players tab. So Rudy, Mr. George. Oh, man, and Murray. Is that Jamal or Deontay, Mr. Rudolph's there? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put both of them in there for now, and we can, uh, we can separate that later. So we got Murray. And then you would be getting you'd be getting Bradley Beals and and uh, Sabonis. Sabonis got an injury last night. Okay, so it is Jamal. So I'm going to remove Deontay. So over the last seven days, um, I mean Bradley Beal continues to be out, which is weird. He's not playing tonight with that hip injury. Uh, I don't think I like this deal for you quite yet. Uh, you're, you're giving up a lot of points here almost 40 probably from someone in that deal. So I think I'm going to hold, if you can get it, if you can get it down to a two for two, I'd be more interested in a two for two, but a three for two, I, I don't know if that's something that we want to do. Uh, and then against bonus, uh, he came back last night, but he, he got a little bit of a quad injury last night, bruised, bruised quad, but he's been pretty durable this season. But um, I don't know. I, I don't like it. If I would like it more, if it was a two for two, if you can somehow figure out how to get that, uh, Make sure you keep one of your good players there. Dennis Smith, DeLon Wright, and Ruri Achimura. Let's, uh, here, I want to go to my watch list. I think I had some of these guys on here. So Dennis Smith, is he still starting? Look at his last seven days. So he's coming off the bench tonight. So keep an eye on Dennis Smith. When he when he was getting starter minutes, he was playing. I mean, he was putting up 33, 46, a couple of not so great games. But he had that nice triple double back on March 3rd here. So he's he's going to be coming off the bench tonight. So keep an eye on Dennis Smith Jr. If, if he looks good tonight and, and he, the Pistons are just a, a scrap heap for, for playing time right now. So I could see him getting more work. And then DeLon Wright, who got sent to Sacramento uh, all of a sudden here. I don't love the minutes. I don't like this weird, you know, this wide spectrum of minutes here. I might, I like this, this 30, 41, 35, 35. If he starts getting his minutes up, I kind of like, um, I kind of like DeLon Wright, but I think in a 12-man league, he's kind of on the fence right now. There might be some other guys that I, I like. Um, let's see here. We're going we're gonna to look at Hamadou Diallo in a little bit. The only thing that sucks is I picked up Diallo, and he's he's taking the night off on a back-to-back. -back. So Ruri, about 64% owned. He needs to be owned in 10-team, uh, in, in 12-man leagues, maybe even an 8-man league. Uh, but his minutes are just rock solid. He's in his last seven days, he's averaging almost six and a half more minutes. His points are up, his rebounds are up, the assists are up, steals and blocks are kind of whatever. But Ruri Achimura definitely agree with this one. If you can, uh, you can get him on your team, you're looking pretty good. So let me pull up uh, 
Hamadou Diallo. I think Diallo was on my watch list on Monday night. So he's about 26% owned. He hasn't played too much with the Pistons, but in his last two games, 26 and 27 minutes, he scored 19 points in each game, seven rebounds, 10 rebounds, solid assists, and he just tacks in a steal or a block. Um, this is a guy that I, I, I really want to acquire down the stretch here. If he's going to continue almost getting, you know, 27 minutes per game, he's he's going to be very valuable. He's one of their better scorers. And he also just, you have that safety net where if he has like a 10-point game, he's going to get some other other points for you throughout the columns here. But the only thing that's frustrating is he's got the, the groin. I don't know how severe this is, but he's being held out tonight. So the second night of a back-to-back, uh, he's kind of on a load management situation right now. But uh, I do think, let's see the schedule here. They do play on uh, Saturday here, which could be nice. And then, look, they got another back-to-back here. So I'm a little bit nervous if they start benching him on the back-to-backs. Uh, but I, Adam, if you can, uh, if, if you can hold on to him and see what happens here. But he's looking pretty good. Um, Jamal. Um, yep. Yep. I'm, I'm a li- it's a little weird with poor. I don't know why. I, I thought I would like it with, with Powell on the team here, but I don't know if it really made them better or anything. Let's take a look here at the Blazes. So the last seven days, CJ McCollum's been on a tear, guys. Um, but uh, so Cantor, I'm, I'm actually kind of thinking with Nurkic back, you see the 18 minutes and the 27 minutes. I mean, he's still getting his points. He's getting his eight, eight and eight, uh, but only 20, about 20 fantasy points here. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about Cantor's value. Uh, as long as Nurkic is healthy, I would expect Nurkic's minutes to continue to go up as well. Uh, you can see that probably ramp up into the mid twenties, maybe with the upper twenties by the end of the season. But if you just look at and look at his last seven days compared to his season stats, they're going to try to get him almost 23 minutes per game. Um, so this is going to take away a little bit from from Cantor, um, and then Carmelo. Let's see what Carmelo's been doing. So he's been a little bit more inconsistent of late. I think this. I think a lot of this has to do with McCollum kind of being back and into form. It's 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 all going to go back to Lillard, McCollum, and then uh, Cantor and Nurk, which will kind of gobble up some things. Robert Covington, I think. People are very happy with that. Like, I have no problem with Covington. He's uh, he's, he's a guy that I would want to try to acquire if I could in a trade. Um, let's see here. Is that for your trade here? I think I would still, in that tra- in this trade offer, I, I still think I would want, if you can get maybe one more guy in that trade, even if it's a lesser guy, I'd be a little bit more happy with it. But if you can get a guy that averages anywhere between 25 and 30 points, I would do it. Uh, I like Beal quite a bit, but uh, I, I would try to get maybe one more piece of that uh, to make that feel better. Um, Graham, Devontae Graham, or Marcus Smart? Let's take a look here. So these are last seven days. They're about two points off. Last 15 days. It's tipping towards Marcus Smart. Last 30 days uh, kind of comes back down here. But on the season, on the season, it's going to tip uh, Marcus Smart here. So what's what's Devontae Graham up to? So I like the minutes. The points are kind of nice, too. Not a big rebounding guard. Sister solid here. But what's up with what's Marcus Smart been doing? He's been, he's been playing a lot of minutes. Um, I think long term, I'll go with Marcus Smart. Yeah, he's playing very well right now. I think I would go with with Marcus Smart in this one. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, Robert Covington, man. I think he's a guy you'd want to want to acquire here. So we traded LeBron, and I think that's Jalen Brown for Paul George, CJ, and Hayward. Wow. Well, I mean, you're looking great right now with LeBron out for the next two, three weeks. LeBron will probably turn it on maybe towards the end of the year, but that's not for sure. Uh, but you got Paul George, CJ, and Hayward for LeBron. I mean, that that's looking really good right now. That's looking really good right now, Rudolph. So I think that, I think that worked out very well. And Jakob Hurdle, uh, how many? What's his percent ownership right now? Let's take a look at the Spurs. And if, if he's available in your league, he needs to be picked up. Here, let me filter by all. 
So Pirtle, he's only 43.4% known. This is the guy you're looking for. Um, even Mike, uh, Mike Butter in the chat, man, if, if you're in an eight-man league, he needs to be owned. Like, just look at some of these numbers here. His minutes have been flirting over 30 minutes, for, you know, finally here. He's going to flirt with a double-double every night, and then just look at the blocks. You know, he can kind of go in, in bunches here. So Pirtle, uh, whew, really nice player here. Under 50% owned, too. So this is a guy I think needs to be owned in eight, 10, 12-man leagues um, for sure. And yeah, the magic, how do, what do we think about the Orlando magic? Cause I said like the other night, like their, their box score was just kind of like just filled out with tons of people. And I think Terrence Ross is just going to continue getting healthier here. So let me just look at this. I mean, they beat the Clippers. I know, I think Paul George wasn't playing in that one, but Okiki played really nice as a starter here. 18 points. He's basically filling in for the Aaron Gordon role. Uh, the rest of the way, but Wendell Carter Jr. I thought played pretty well. Otto Porter Jr. Both, you know, both juniors played really well. I think Michael Carter Williams is out tonight. Um, and that Mo Bamba even played well. He only had 18 minutes, but he put 12 and eight on the board here. Terrence Ross will probably continue to get more minutes there, but he played, he shot the ball pretty well. Um, but I don't know the magic, man. I think we're going to have to take a stand on some magic players at some point here, but I just want to see, I just want to see how the minutes get shaken out eventually. Um, yeah, if, if, I think if you could trade Nurkic right now while he's healthy and, and he's kind of got that name value, um, you got, is that Kevin Porter Jr., McConnell, Pirtle, Wendell? Yeah, I, I, I think I would be okay with letting those guys go. Yeah, if you can get Moses Brown, I'm sure you already have him, but Moses Brown, uh, definitely probably my favorite pickup at the moment right now. Um... <laughs> Yeah, man. Happy Easter, Rudolphs. Have a good night. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us, man. We'll see you in another uh, another episode. Yeah, and I don't know. My thing lately, the last few weeks, I've just been talking about these these kind of garbage teams that uh, they're they're gonna play their young talent. You know, guys like OKC, Orlando, Detroit. Um, the Cavaliers are pretty much capped. Uh, but let's see what else here. Okay, see, the Rockets are going to be a team that gets a lot of young minutes. The Timberwolves are going to get a lot of young minutes. Um, just these teams, man, they're going to offer us a lot of fantasy value. So if, if you can get uh, kind of fall into some of these guys here. Oh, I haven't seen this. Let's, let's take a look here at, uh, at uh, Kevin Durant. So he's, I still have him as out. He's doubtful. This is doubtful for Sunday's game against the Bulls. What? That's the April April first date here. So he's he's still there. I'm still seeing he's doubtful for Chicago in in New York. So maybe at some point next week he's getting. I think he's getting close. I think he's getting close. I'm trying to trade Harold and Aiden. Who should I try to get? Um. Let's pull up those names real quick. Finish right, Harold. So, are you trying to do a two for one here, Aiden? Or are you trying to get a two for two? I always like doing uh, even trades, whether it's two for two, one for one. Um, those are typically the ones that I find the most success to go through. Um, but Harold, now with with, we should probably look. I want to look at Drummond's numbers real quick. Day to day. Ah, right toe bruise. Maybe I'd maybe maybe hang on to Harold for the next couple of days and see if, if if Harold can pop off for some big numbers. They got no now they you know Drummond's not going to be there. So um, I, I still like Harold kind of a, a lot here. Um, but if you're trying to trade, are you trying to do a, a two for one here? So essentially, uh, Aiton averages about thirty the last seven days. Harold averages about thirty five. So you're looking at sixty five. On the season combined, they're about 60. So um, <laughs> with with those numbers, like we're, we're talking like you should be able to get a superstar. Um, I don't know what league this is. Is this for your four-man league where you're trying to cash up and, and get into some higher higher numbers here? I mean, I mean, if I have Jokic, I'm not trading Jokic, but that's <laughs> you're potentially looking at someone that's going to average more than 50, 55 points per game. Uh, and then you're going to probably just play the waiver wire. So um, this is a 12 person. 
Okay. Um, so I would, I would, I would look towards, look at teams that are like not guaranteed to make the playoffs, you know, teams that are in that six, seven, eighth standings range there and see if they, cause they're going to want more players to get their, their numbers up. So if you, if you're looking pretty good and you want to send Aiton and Harrell, uh, I'm a, maybe, are you trying to maybe get a center out of the deal here to replace your centers there? Let me just see here. If we go to all, and let's just filter by average here. I mean, of course, if you can get Jokic, that would be the the ideal move here. Embiid's, it sounds like Embiid's coming back soon. He's been ruled out, but could be available for Saturday's matchup. If you can get him, like, if you want to, you know, get in early on Embiid, I, I, I wouldn't mind. Um, I'd take Vucevic. I'd take Towns. I think I think you're looking at someone someone in these top, you know, these top numbers here. I don't know if I would settle for Sabonis or Randall. Uh, I think you should shoot for the moon there. Uh, will love be shut down for the season like Horford because I have him right now. Um, if I, I I would go I would go pick up Jakob Pertl for sure because um, we we got we got no concerns with Pertl the rest of the season and with Kevin Love it just seems like it just always seems like something and they they got they got a lot of guys. Um, he's starting at center tonight, so Love is starting tonight. He's going right now. He's got twelve fantasy points in six minutes. Um, but he's just, ah, man, I, I think I would let somebody else take it and I, just give me the sure thing with, with, uh, Pirtle here. I think that's, I think that's a pretty good, pretty good strategy there. And Kevin Porter Jr. I am, uh, I'm a big Kevin Porter Jr. fan. Do you guys see him on, on, you see what he did on Kevin, uh, or on James Harden last night? I'll show you guys here. So this is a, a nifty little move here on, on James Harden. It's an and one too, so I'm I'm I'm. If you can get uh, again, this is I should have included the Rockets in those teams that are just going to continue to play their young players. You see his last three games: 31, 36, 31 minutes, two games over twenty points. I think um, I think I would I would snag him if I can. And not too long ago, he had you know four out of five games over forty points. So we'll see if his minutes can get up. So I like um, I definitely like Kevin Porter kind of a bit here. Um, that might work, man. If you can get Joel Embiid, um, you could, you could maybe even, even if you wanted to keep, if you don't want to send the two centers, I don't know if you could send a center and then a guy that averages, you know, like 25 a game or something. If you want to maybe hold on to one of the centers, I might be, I might be okay with keeping Aiton and then sending Montrez Harrell and then, and then someone else towards the end of your bench there. Yeah, Kevin Love's in tonight. Trying to clear up a spot for kids return for my centers, looking like Nurk, Boucher, Collins, and Moses without them. If if you can if you can sell him Boucher and and let him pick one of one of Aiton and and Harrell, maybe you can do that. If you just say pick which one you want between Aiton and Harrell, and then you can have Boucher. Maybe that's the way to go. What's up with John Collins? I thought I saw him get injured. Let's see here. So John Collins, he went at, underwent an MRI with diagnosed with lateral ankle ankle sprain has been associated with a bone bruise. He's going to be reevaluated in one week. Uh, go get Clint Capella. Let's go trade for Clint Capella if you can. You guys remember when Clint Capella was on that like nasty rebound streak like in mid February? I think I think John Collins Maybe he's out a week for sure. Maybe two weeks. I would go get Clint Capella right now. I think if I could. Um, ooh, you, you're gonna try to pick up if you can get Kevin Durant, man. Try it. Try it. You, you can send Aiton and I think that would work. Aiton and Harold for Kevin Durant. Let's try that. Um, a lot of it too is just uh, I don't I don't like sending trades to people without talking to them. I think that's probably my biggest trade advice is to get a hold of them. You know, whatever text texting or messaging app that you got to use. I think that would be my best advice for you guys. Uh, but I want to just look at, uh, let's try to find some sleepers that uh, have been popping off here. So one of my favorite ways to filter, if you've watched the show, I like to just look at everybody available. We're going to filter by points scored over the last seven days. And then I'm just looking at the percent roster column to see who sticks out that, you know, anyone that's, you know, not 99% owned. So Robert Williams, guys, I think he's a top 
top 60 player, top 50 player the rest of the season here. I know he missed last night with an illness, but this is a guy that's uh, if his minutes start, you know, flirting around 30 minutes per game, you're going to you're probably getting a guy that's going to average 40 points. So uh, he's probably one of my favorite trade candidates right now. If someone has him and they don't really know what they have in him, uh, he just missed a game. So it might be worth a chance or worth a try to, to pick up Robert Williams if you can. Um, so like the 12 person leagues, you got Lillard, Mitchell, Kawhi, Montrez, Nurkic, Harden, Boucher, Aiton, Collins, Moses, CJ, Fox, Levine, and KD. Oh man. So yeah, you're looking pretty good, man. If you get, so yeah, I guess what I would do is, I mean, you're probably just going to move Collins to IR when KD returns. If you can, I'm assuming you only have one IR spot, if that's correct. Um, I don't know. I would I would offer I would offer up Montrez Harrell or you could even offer up Nurkic if someone's excited about them. Um, but let someone choose between Montrez Harrell and DeAndre Ayton and then see if they're interested in Boucher or or something like that. But let's see who else sticks out here on the list. So Malik Monk. Um, he missed the other night here, but Malik Monk was putting up some points. So he's going to play tonight against Brooklyn. Uh, two game absence with a sore foot, but the couple games before his injury. 32 points against Miami, 19 against Houston. Um, he doesn't really fill out the rest of the column. So he's he's kind of like a Terrence Ross, just like purely a scorer. Um, but keep an eye on Malik Monk. He's only 13.4% rostered. And just with, with the Hornets, kind of they have like a lack of depth. He's, he's going to be a pretty good scorer for them the rest of the way, I think. And the Hornets, man, sitting here at the four seed. Um, so I don't know, Malik Monk, keep an eye on, uh, on what, what's going on over there in Charlotte keep it scrolling there's larry nance jr and with, with kevin the thing too with with kevin love i think mike had kevin love um and he's picking up purtle larry nance is you know just going to kind of eat into kevin love's minutes too so it's kind of a mess there for kevin love but i think i'm holding on to larry nance uh in a maybe not in an eight man depends on the minutes going forward but just give him a couple more games with kevin love and we'll see how it shakes out um Moses Brown, man, he's a he's a top fifty player. I think the rest of the season. Let's let's lock that in. Okay, here's yes, here's the one that I was looking for. It's Kelly Olynyk, um, the Houston Rockets, man. They made those moves with with uh, a handful of teams here, and just look at what Kelly Olynyk's done in his three games with the Houston Rockets: twenty five minutes, thirty four minutes, twenty five. But the scoring for him is up. The rebounds, assists, he's a good blocker, stealer. Uh, but his minutes, you know. Season stats versus last seven days, but roughly the same in minutes. But he's getting eight more points per game right now. Rebounds a little bit about the same. Assists are a little bit up, but steals and blocks are up. So I think Kelly Olynyk. Um, let me actually just filter. Let's go ahead and filter. Here, we'll go to this one. We're going to filter by Houston. I, I just think a lot of these, these kind of crummy teams, man, they're going to give some players some heavy minutes. And Kelly Olynyk over the last seven days – He's been the third best player for Houston in terms of fantasy. So I, I like Kelly Olenek quite a bit. He's 32.4% uh, rostered. He's just going to be kind of like, you know, your everyday garbage man. Go get your, go get your points for fantasy. Malik Monk is Jalen Green floor. Yep. Yep. I think that's, that's accurate. And Aldridge is starting tonight. Let's see that uh, we got some games tipping off yet. Philly, Cleveland. And Charlotte, Brooklyn tonight. That's going to be a good game. We'll see if Brooklyn uh, or we'll see if Charlotte can can do some things. Let's take a look at Detroit's box score. See what's going on. Um, so Westbrook, eleven points. Riachimura, eight points. Jerome Robinson getting a start for Bradley Beal. Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bay, six quick points tonight. And Josh Josh Jackson's been kind of just in a funk lately. So he had zero points the other night in 19 minutes. I like Josh Jackson a lot, but he's just been so inconsistent of late. You see his season stats compared to his last seven-day stats. He's actually a pretty useful player earlier in the year, so we'll keep an eye on Josh Jackson going forward, see if he can stack some success. But 14 points in the first you know, 15 minutes of the game. Let's take a look at Philly real quick. Seth Curry having a good game, 3 of 5 from the 3, 11 points so far. Um, let's see. Mike Scott got the start tonight. Interesting. And it's Kevin Love's got 13 points and three rebounds, man. Hmm. 
This is interesting. I want to get back to uh, finding some of those players that fall through the cracks. So Kelly Linux, probably one of my favorite pickups at the moment. Here, I gotta hit the filter button. So there's Kelly Olenek for you guys, 32.4%. Jakob Pertl is right there. We've So the guys that we've talked a lot about, I think Kelly Olenek, uh, Jakob Pertl, Moses Brown, um, and where was Malik Monk, we'll keep an eye on him. And then Robert Williams, of course. Those are some of the top guys to uh, potentially pick up or trade for right now. I don't know anything about this Isaiah Hartenstein. He's playing pretty well so far, four points, four boards, two blocks throughout tonight. He hasn't really like, gotten a lot of opportunity so far this year, but if, if he starts putting up, you know, mid-20s for minutes, uh, we're just going to add him to the watch list and see what happens with Isaiah Hartenstein. Let's keep it rolling. Ruri Achara is one of the guys that Mike suggested here. He's about 64% owned. Chuma Okiki having some good – he's been consistent lately. You look at those last four games, I think I would take that. If he would just keep repeating that on a four-game basis, that's a, definitely a player that needs to be owned. Um, so I like the scoring here. Um, solid re and he kind of just fills everything out here. So it looks like he's got a pretty solid floor. So let's let's definitely look at Okiki going forward. Uh, Nikhil, so I think the the Pelicans are shorthanded tonight. I think they're without Lonzo. I think they're without Zion, and they might be without Ingram tonight. So if you need, like, it's probably too late. But if you need someone for tonight, Nikhil Walker. Um, it's going to be a good good ad against Orlando tonight. And he's actually been playing really solid. You look at his numbers since Lonzo Ball's been out. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is, is playing some good ball right now. There is Jay Sean Tate. So, again, Houston, like this guy's pretty steady. He, he's getting starter minutes. He's averaging, you know, double figures. He's going to get rebounds. And uh, he, he does some things on the defensive side of the ball here too. So, I actually, I, I really like these numbers. If this is the worst guy in your team in a 12-man league, you're probably, you know, feeling pretty dang good. Um, so over his last seven days, he's averaging 31.3 points per game. Really steady minutes, too, 33, 33, 33. The scoring just needs to kind of goes in scoring in bunches. But his floor games, you know, you look at a game here, 9, 4, and 5 assists, like 21.5 points. That's been his worst game over the last six games. So Jay Sean Tate looking kind of good for Houston. I still don't know why Kyle Kuzma is so low owned. He's only, he's less than 60% owned. He's averaging 30.4 points per game the last seven days. Um, no LeBron, no AD, no, no drumming for the next couple games. Um, so Kuzma, if, if Mike is still here in an eight man league, Kyle Kuzma should be owned for sure. Tyler hero, Terrence man. So here's a clipper for you guys. So he's been getting some starter minutes. You look at his season stats compared to his last seven days. He's up about 13 minutes per game. His scoring is up almost eight points. He's up three rebounds per game, three and a half assists, and steals and blocks are pretty similar here. But this is a guy that's getting a lot of opportunity. Um, so Terrence Mann, only 11% owned. This is definitely one to add to the watch list and maybe scoop up here. We talked about Theo Maladon. He's, he's almost averaging 30 points over the last seven days, so I like him quite a bit. Derek White's been playing well with Lonnie Walker out. I don't know when Walker comes back, probably pretty soon. But the last hand, like just the last, you know, two weeks of basketball, uh, this is Derek White's playing like someone who needs to be owned. So he's up to 28.9 fantasy points per game over the last seven days. Derek White. Uh, Ken Birch, uh, I tried Ken Birch, but it hasn't been. He had a massive 56 point game, so it kind of skews it. There's Isaiah Roby. Again, Hamadou Diallo. He might be sitting on some back-to-backs, but, like, man, he's, these are prime numbers for fantasy. Um, so I've, I've actually got him in, in my other league here. Um, I think I would take Kuzma. I think I would take Kuzma. Especially just, I mean, we know LeBron and AD are out for a while. And Kuzma, man, like, just look at his minutes. Like, we, we, we don't know what's going on with Larry Nance. We don't know what's going on with, with Kevin Love's minutes. And uh, Kevin Love, I mean, if Kevin Love gets hurt again, then Larry Nance might be useful. But I think for now, the safe call is to just pick up Kuzma. Um, a bad game from Kuzma happens every now and then, a 21-point game. I don't know what happened against Cleveland here, only four points. But I, I like I like Kuzma kind of uh, quite a bit here. 
just easy, safe. Um, so start, bench, cut. Jakob Pertl, Jaden McDaniels, and Jay Sean Tate. Hmm. Let me pull these guys up over here. So let's do compare. We'll pull up. We'll pull up Jay Sean. We'll pull up Jaden. And my guy, Pertl the Turtle. Okay. So last seven days stats. Pertl's in the lead with 37 points. Tate's at 31, and McDaniel's is, you know, sitting at about 29. The last 15 days, it's going to make – Pirtle's the guy we're starting, I think. We're going to use him for sure. Jay Sean Tate's looking like the second man, though. I, I kind of like what I'm seeing from Jay Sean Tate. And I like McDaniel's. He's getting a ton of minutes the last four games here. His scoring is looking pretty nice. Um, let's see here. That's tough. 36, 38, 36, 33 minutes. Like he's, you know, these are quality starter minutes here. He continues to start. Hmm. I think, I think it's a toss up. I, I might be okay with keeping McDaniels. I'm, I'm starting uh, Jakob Pertl for sure. Uh, maybe, maybe just keep McDaniels. He's, he's playing, he's playing really good. It lasts seven days though. Um, him and Tate are basically the same, a point or two difference here. So that's more of a preference call. I think I would keep Jay Sean Tate uh, and let McDaniel's walk. But both guys, like both guys, need to be owned. If if, if we're looking at a twelve man league, all of these players, all three of these guys, need to be owned. Um, and Pirtle for sure. Like we got we got Mike playing in an eight man league. He needs. Uh, he's probably one of the best guys that you could pick up for the rest of the season here. So uh, fun show tonight, guys. Thank you for hanging out. Let me see if I can find a couple more uh, dandies off the waiver wire here. What do we think of Kyle Anderson in Memphis? He started off the season so well, but he's been kind of inconsistent lately. I think in a 10 or 12 man league, he still needs to be owned. Maybe not so much. He's kind of fringe ownership in an, in an eight man. And then did you guys see what Bogdan Bogdanovich did the other night? 46 and a half fantasy points, 22 points, four boards, six assists, four steals. Um, so that one, you know, definitely stuck out the minutes too. He's never had that much more minutes. Uh, he's, he hasn't had that many minutes before in Atlanta. So I'm keep definitely keeping an eye on Bogdan actually. Own, I picked him up in this one and I got him for that 46.5 game. Um, uh, let's see here. Start bench cut Kelly Olenek and Duncan Robinson and Kyle Anderson. Hmm. I think I already know where I'm leaning. I've got, I don't know, I've, I've had, I've, I've held on to Kelly Olenek all year and uh, I cut him the week he got traded. <laughs> so I have, I have Olenek in one league and my other league, I don't have him in. And I'm, I'm nervous for Duncan Robinson and his minutes. Um, and then Kyle, oh, I can't spell Kyle Anderson here. All right. So last seven days, Kelly Olenek's the leader for sure. Anderson second, Duncan Robinson third. Uh, but Duncan Robinson's getting the more he's getting more minutes between the three. Uh, over the last 15 days, it's gonna go Anderson sec, uh, number one, Alinic two. So I think I'm cutting Duncan Robinson. Um, I just don't like the inconsistency. He'll throw an 11, he'll throw an eight at you. His floor is, you know, sometimes around 18. I just he doesn't have the ceiling that I like there. He doesn't really fill out the the, the rest of the box score consistently. He's kind of purely a points play, whereas Alinic. A Linux, he's scoring more points, but Linux was even, he was valuable on the Miami Heat. And you see this stretch run here of like, just when he was getting big minutes, you know, consistently 37, 35, 33, 34 minutes, he was just, he, this was, you know, almost, you know, second tier elite fantasy basketball production here. So I think a Linux, the best hold. So we're going to start him. I think we're going to, we're going to. We're going to bench Kyle Anderson. We'll hold on to him. And I just think you can find other guys on the waiver wire like Duncan Robinson. Um, I mean, I'd rather have – give me give me McDaniels or Jay Sean Tate over Duncan Robinson at this point right now. Both of those guys are lower ownership than Duncan Robinson. Uh, Robinson just kind of has the name the name brand there that gets him more owned. Um, let's go back to this list. I'll see if I can find anybody else here that sticks out. We talked about Hartenstein. Let me go to the bottom here. There's Jaden McDaniels there with 28.6 over the last seven days. Alec Burks. What do we do with Alec Burks here? 
he's a pretty good scorer. He was the thing is like his minutes are just so hit or miss. And if he's not getting those minutes, he's not getting the points. You see the last two games, only 16 and 14 fantasy points. But when he gets starter minutes, you know, he puts up 20 points per game. So if you hear that Alec Burks is starting uh, tonight, that would be the time to pick him up. And then you got, you got Zubox here, cracking the list here with 27.8 fantasy points per game over the last seven days. Hmm. These numbers are looking pretty good for Zubox. I think in a 12-man league, he, he should be, you know, he should be picked up. He's going to, you know, he's going to throw in some blocks every now and then. But the re, like the double-double factor, you know, this is, he's only 50% owned. So in a 10 or 12-man league, I think I'd be open to Zubox being available for me. Um, and then Nerlens Noel. <sighs> Mitchell Robinson with the fractured foot. Um, he didn't have a, Noel didn't play great last night. It looks like 24 minutes. Not much going on here, but if he can kind of if he picks it back up and gets these thirty minutes per game, and I think I think Nerlens Noel could be a guy that's useful in twelve man leagues. Yeah, I, I like I like Noel. It just why does it seem like like he could always be better? Like he's never really realized his potential in the NBA yet, so he's got opportunity right now. Um, so ten and twelve man leagues, he's still under twenty three percent owned. So we're just we're hoping. Thibodeau gives him some that thing is like you look at his stretch from like February and March like he was getting 40 minutes per game I think that was when when Robinson and Gibson were both out um he was get, putting up some massive numbers here so if he can avoid you know these 10 10 point clunkers um but even then if you look at these three games that's what 33 36 so that's 60 roughly 70 points and then 10 more is 90 points so in I mean, 90, 90 points in three games, he's averaging almost, you know, 30 there. So I think, uh, why can't I do math right now? That's 70 points. So 80 points, 80 divided by three is, is roughly 23 points per game. So he's solid. Uh, let me look at this start bench cut here. So Terrence Mann, uh, Burke, and Reggae Jackson. Here, let me clear this. So we got Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann's, he's, he's, he kind of popped up out of nowhere. I like him kind of uh, quite a bit here. Is this Trey Burke or Alec Burks? It can't be Trey Burke. You're not talking Trey Burke, are you? It's got to be Alec Burks. And then Reginald Jackson. So over the last seven days... Oh, I see Jackson. Jackson caught up. So uh, I, th I think Terrence Mann, he's probably the guy that I like the most. Like the minutes have been really steady the last two, couple weeks here. Good score. But he's also going to think about him is he's going to he's going to he's going to rebound. He's going to pass the ball. He doesn't get a lot of steals and blocks, but he's very active in the other columns. Whereas with Reggie Jackson, he kind of just goes in these weird minute spurts, depending on like Beverly and other injuries here. Um, so I think I think I'm starting Terrence Mann right now, and then it's between Burks, it's between Burks and and Reggie Jackson here. So I'm gonna I'll, I'll bench I'll hold on to Burks and we'll let Reggie Jackson go. How about that? We'll do that here. Um, so we're going on about 54 minutes. I'll hang out another five more minutes. So you guys keep firing up the questions. Uh, I want to just keep. I, just, I like to dig. I like to just keep digging down these lists. Um, so we just talked about Nerlens Noel. Uh, what do you guys think about Josh Hart? Josh Hart's a rebounding freak. <laughs> Doesn't score a lot, but uh, when so when he gets you know double digit rebounds and he gets double digit you know real life points, like that's when that's when the numbers start to look fun. But he doesn't get double doubles. It's always one or the other here. So his the thing about him is his minutes are consistent. He's averaging twenty four point one points per game on the season and then over the last seven days about 27 so if you're in a 12-man league i think josh hart's probably a guy uh that needs to be owned and so i guess some of my philosophies with fantasy basketball is that i don't look at it game to game i look at a guy for like a week because i like to pick up a guy that's got four games for a week or if i'm if i'm looking at him and he's got three games in four days kind of thing 
Um, Josh Hart, he'll, he'll do pretty fine for you. You know, you just gotta, you know, get through that one floor game. He's got, you know, a 19, a 17, a nine, a 16. He'll, he'll do that every now and then, but he's going to deliver a couple thirties and maybe a 40 point game for you. So I like Josh Hart kind of a lot. Danny Green's been playing some really good ball, but it looks like he's kind of calming down. I don't like the minutes going down. So maybe we stay away from Danny Green for a little bit. There's the Reggie Jackson. Jalen Brunson. Wow. This was with Luca the other night, too. 33 minutes, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Hmm. This might be something to keep an eye on. The scoring starting to – you look at the four of the last five games, the scoring's heating up. He's a pretty good ball distributor and good rebounder, too. Let's keep an eye on, uh, on Jalen Brunson here. Uh, Mikael Bridges, Daniel Gafford here. Had two really uh, right ankle sprain. He's going to be reevaluated in 10 days. Never mind. Uh, what's up with Eric Bledsoe? He's probably going to have a good game tonight with all those guys out. Um, I don't trust it for tonight. He'll be fine, but I don't, I don't trust it. He's, he gets minutes and he kind of delivers some, some spotty games here. Uh, Paul Millsap. I talked about Millsap, uh, I think on Monday night, Millsap's fine in a 12 man league. I don't, I don't love it. He doesn't have a, he's got a high floor, I guess. Um, but I, I think I would rather look elsewhere. Uh, we like Kevin Porter jr. Uh, Marcus Morris senior day to day. What's going on with him? Calf injury. Hmm. TJ McConnell, man, the assist extraordinaire. So he's only 47% owned. And uh, I think I'm totally fine with letting him sit in my lineup. This is just kind of like a rare occurrence, a freaking three-point game. I would pick up TJ McConnell in a 10-man league. Averaging 25 points per game on the season. Last seven days, pretty much the same. So I like the consistency there. How's Karis LeVert been hanging with Indiana? Looking great. 92%. I just haven't looked at the numbers. I like I like Karis. Karis. There's Gary Trent Jr. Wendell Carter Jr. Um, if Mike is still listening, I think this is a guy that um, on a team like Orlando, man, if he starts putting up, you know, 25, 26 plus minutes per game, his numbers are going to look really nice. In only 18 minutes against the Clippers the other night, 11 points, six rebounds, three assists. And three blocks. So that's uh, Wendell Carter Jr. I, I like quite a bit here. So now we're looking at a lot of guys that are available. So um, I don't know, man. This was a fun show tonight, though. Let me just check out the uh, – let's check out some of the scores going on right now. So Brooklyn and Charlotte have begun. Uh, Brooklyn just getting it done. And there's Aldridge. Two points, three boards, one assist, one steal. What's Aldridge's ownership? Pick him up. 54%. He's got 10 points in seven minutes. I'd like Aldridge should be owned in 10 and 12 man leagues. So only 54% owned. Go pick him up. Um, we talking RJ Barrett. He's been kind of frustrating lately. He kind of had like a slow month at the beginning here. or I think that was late February before the All-Star break even. Um, yeah, I, I do I do trust. I trust the Knicks to continue to play him a crap ton of minutes. So uh, I'm fine. I, I, I do trust R.J. Barrett. I would like him to – it just feels like he's on the verge of, of putting up some monster numbers here. So um, – yeah, I do like uh, I do like RJ Barrett. I can I think we can trust him. But I just wanted to look at these numbers real quick. So um, Jeff Green, Jeff Green popping in ten points, five rebounds tonight so far. It's kind of an interesting lineup with with no Harden and Kevin Durant. Like they're still a pretty good team. Interesting. Let's take a look at these uh, the Cleveland Cav numbers. Seth Curry still doing good. Shake Milton playing pretty good. Kevin, so in 15 minutes, Kevin Love's got 13 points, four rebounds, three assists. We'll see if he can keep uh, keep himself put together there. And then this uh, this Hartenstein, Isaiah Hartenstein, in 11 minutes, he's got six points, two blocks, and six rebounds. 
this looks like a guy that could potentially, you know, butt into Larry Nance numbers, could butt into Kevin Love numbers. Um, even Jared Allen uh, could, you know, see reduced minutes if they like this Isaiah Hartenstein playing a lot of minutes, man. Uh, and then let's just check out Detroit and Washington real quick before I sign off. Rui Achimura, man, eight points, two boards, one assist. Let's keep it going. Justin Jackson with 19 points. He had zero points the other night. So maybe he's maybe he's getting hot here. He's three or four from three, eight for 12 shooting, three assists, one rebound. Keep an eye on Josh, uh, Justin, Josh Jackson, guys. I think he could be, I don't know, he's been useful at times this year. So just keep an eye on him going forward. But I think that's going to do it for tonight's show. We, we're over the hour. So uh, I'll be back next Tuesday night for sure. I'll put out my waiver wire video on Monday. I think I'll put it out on Sunday night. Get that out early, out early to you guys. So thank you, everyone, in the chat room. Thanks, Aiden. Thank you, Mike. And uh, where's our guy, Rudolph's here? Thank you, man. Uh, but have a good one. We'll see you guys in another video. Sweet. Peace.